The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Join now and MyBookie will match your first deposit with a 100% bonus. Just use the promo code SGP100 to activate the offer. So visit MyBookie today. Play, win and get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Oddshark. Oddshark offer you free picks from the supercomputer and expert writing staff with betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at Oddshark and check them out at www.oddshark.com. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only mobile app that gives you the best chance to beat Vegas, get easily trackable line movement and see which team the public backs, view betting trends all day, calculate your return and follow your picks right from your device. So head over to betql.co and download the app. Hey guys, this is the EPL show. However, this week the EPL show is an international week special. No EPL this week, only international fixtures, but we don't mind those because we're still buzzing off the back of the World Cup and friendlies are gone. Friendlies have been replaced, as we know, by the UEFA Nations League, which last time out produced a bunch of entertaining games and there will be a bunch of entertaining games going on this weekend as well. Uh, Last time out, I went to the main game of the weekend, which was England versus Spain. And this weekend, I'll also be going to the main game. However, I won't be going to Croatia to watch Croatia versus England or Spain versus England. I am going to Amsterdam to watch Holland versus Germany, one of the biggest rivalries in world football, and I'll be going there. Hopefully, I come away from it unscathed, unlike some of the Irish fans that went to the uh, Conor McGregor fight who got the shit kicked out of them by the Russians, which I quite enjoyed. But I mainly enjoyed the Russian in the octagon pounding the living shit out of the big mouth racist Irish moron that is Conor McGregor, who finally got what was coming to him. We called it right here on the SGP. Me and my buddy Kieran going four and O's, four and O's with our picks for that fight over 1.5 rounds. Khabib Namagamadoff to land over two takedowns. Khabib Namagamadoff to win the fight within the distance. And of course, a $600 bet, biggest tip I've ever given out. Khabib Namagamadoff to beat. Connor McGregor at minus 150. We ain't just smashing the shit out of it here on the soccer. We are killing it on all sports. Check me out, lockbetting.com. We have already had our biggest month of profit since I started lockbetting.com. We started out with £1,100, not too bad. We then increased it. We went past £1,400, pretty decent. This month... This month, we are at £2,383. Now, if you work that out in dollars, 2383 times 1.3, you're up over three grand. You're up over three 
$3,000. In fact, you're touching $3,100 depending on what exchange rate you get. I got it down as $3,097. We're killing it at lockbetting.com. We're killing it on the EPL show. Seven and one in locks. I, I love Sean and Ryan, but look what they're doing over on the NFL show. They ain't setting the world on fire with their locks. It is difficult to go through a, a, a set of games and pick out one and say, yep, you know what? Bank on it. You, it's difficult to do. You put yourself in a pressure situation. Not me, seven and one on the EPL show on the locks, six and one on the European show, three and one in the Champions League, four and oh on the boxing. And of course, as I just mentioned, four and oh with the UFC fight, the lock was Khabib Namagamadoff, destroyed Conor McGregor, won every minute of the fight, no sweat winner, minus one fifty, six hundred dollar bet. Four to six. Thank you very much for my $1,000 or pounds or whatever currency you bet. And it doesn't matter. This is for everyone. Make money. Making money is for everyone. Don't turn around and tell me, oh, I'm not going to bet on WWE. I'm too good to bet on wrestling. It's money, you dickhead. Take the money. You don't have to watch the shit. I don't watch NHL, but I know a hell of a good NHL tipster that wins me free money. Never watched a minute of a game in my life. Just wake up to the money. Thank you very much. I'll spend it on the soccer and watch it as I bet it. And the same goes for NFL. You don't need to watch what you're betting on. If someone's on a hot streak, ride it. Don't be a moron. Anyway, let's have a look at this week's EPL show, or rather International Week. Um, Some good fixtures. As I said, I'm going out personally to Holland versus Germany, uh, the big Derby, I guess, in in football terms. But we start on a Friday night. Austria versus Northern Ireland. Austria four to seven, thirteen to five. The draw. Northern Ireland are six to one. Um, I just think Austria here have far too much quality. I think there was a time uh, where Northern Ireland did have a very good tactic. Uh, led by Johnny Evans at centre-back of managing to hold teams and frustrate teams and park that bus and put eight men behind the ball and leave one up front, which in this instance will be Will Grigg, uh, who seems to be the only player that can score for Northern Ireland. Will Grigg, though, isn't on fire, as the song goes. Will Grigg's on fire. He's not on fire at the moment. Isn't on the best of form. Not expecting Northern Ireland to be able to hold this Austria team for 90 minutes. Not expecting Northern Ireland to find the back of the net. I like two bets here separately. I like under one, uh, under two and a half goals, sorry, at four to six. And I like Austria to win this game at four to seven. Uh, we could get a nil-nil at half time, but eventually these Austrians will break through because they are a better team than Northern Ireland. Up next, Belgium versus Switzerland. Belgium available at eight to fifteen, ten to three to draw, and six to one on the Swiss. Both teams had a decent World Cup by their standards. Switzerland were disappointingly eliminated by the Swedes in the last 16 after bearing really well against Serbia, beating them and getting a draw against Brazil. However, as we ended up seeing, it wasn't the most together Brazil team. They were struggling with their main player, Neymar, playing the tournament with an injury. They didn't quite click. So I think Switzerland may have been overrated by that. Belgium, in the end, themselves finished third. That was about what was expected of them if they had gone on to win the World Cup. 
it would have been a monumental achievement. Some people do think that the real World Cup final was between France and Belgium. I, I do think that myself in terms of I knew that the winner was going to come out of that game and not the Croatia-England game. Uh, Belgium, for me, are the second best team in world football at the moment behind France and playing at home in a, um, in a competitive game against Switzerland. There's only one winner for me. Belgium, 8-15, to lock potential right there. Up next, Croatia versus England. Croatia, 9-5, 21-10 the draw, 9-5 England. Somebody explain this one to me because Croatia just knocked England out of the World Cup on a neutral field and now they're playing him at home and Gareth Southgate has packed the squad full of kids because he's not really taking this tournament seriously or he just so badly wants to get the youth through and is willing to just write off a couple of years of his England career and um, and just solely focus on the next World Cup in Qatar which they have no chance of winning because it's too hot for England so I don't know what he's playing at um, but I do like the guy and I do agree with him getting a long term contract I just think you need to bed youngsters in gradually and not just dump them all in the squad and leave people like Jamie Vardy and Ashley Young at home and uh, I think England's youngsters are going to find out that going to Croatia isn't really a place that you want to go and especially when I would say that the crowd newly has an intimidation factor but this game is being played behind closed doors so there isn't even a crowd there it's just 11 technically gifted Croatians playing against probably six England youngsters and five regular first team players. Um, I just think that, as I said, the logic overrides this one. Croatia beat England on a neutral field and a stronger England team as well that will be out today. Now Croatia are coming home. Yeah, there's going to be no crowd there. Yeah, this can be weird as fuck to watch. If you don't watch soccer, make sure you tune in to watch a soccer game in a stadium with no fans there. That's going to be pretty funny stuff. So uh, make sure you check that. It should be easy to find on a TV somewhere. Croatia versus England today or tomorrow rather uh, moving on depending when you're listening to this I am recording this on Thursday night so if you're listening to it on Friday it's today just to avoid the complication there another game I want to look at actually before I move on to um, Saturday's games is Greece versus Hungary these two teams massively struggle to score goals. Um, take Getting four to five here on under two and a half goals is a really good bet. I wouldn't say it has lock potential because there's too many teams here that I think will end up just winning outright. And the fact that I can get Croatia as an underdog pretty much confirms my dog. And the fact that I can get Belgium at 8 to 15 and 4 to 7 in some places to beat Switzerland and later on I can get Spain to beat England at 10 to 11 there's too many locks here to take this one but I cannot see how this game goes over the two and a half goals moving on to Saturday there isn't really too much I like on Saturday um, one game I've picked out which is a very strange one maybe for you Armenia versus Gibraltar Armenia are 1-12 to to win this game Gibraltar don't score any goals Armenia have players like Henrik Mkhitaryan who's played for Borussia Dortmund Manchester United and Arsenal yes he's the star man but 
there are other Armenians in this team who are making their ways across Europe and will be far too good for Gibraltar. This game should be around about 1 to 50. And I'm not saying bet the 1 to 12, but when you put a team out at 1 to 12, the handicap price on a minus 1 goes to 2 to 7. The handicap price on a minus 2 goes to 4 to 5. They're going to win this game by about 5 goals. So if you can take the minus 2 at 4 to 5, take it. And that is the reason I've solely picked out this game. Moving on to the late game on Saturday, one game I'm going to, Germany versus Holland. This may be a selfish pick, but I'm going to go for both teams to score in this game. It's available at 4-7. to seven. Um, Germany, as we showed during the World Cup, haven't got the best defence. Mats Hummels is supposed to be the main player at Bayern, who got absolutely tonked last week at home. So doesn't really say much about Matt Hummels. I've always thought he was massively overrated as a defender anyway. Uh, Holland have decent attacking options like Memphis Depay. I do expect them to score. I do expect Germany to win this game. They will want to bounce back from a terrible World Cup and winning against their most fiercest rivals would be a good way to do that. They're priced up at 11 to 10, but both teams to score is where my lean is, but I'm just hoping that I'm going all the way out to Amsterdam solely to watch the football obviously I won't be doing any drugs obviously I won't be seeing any hookers you don't do that in Amsterdam do you you just solely go there to watch football right <clears throat> anyway um, so yeah I'm going to go for both teams to score in that game Republic of Ireland versus Denmark Ireland at 21 to 10 2 to 1 the draw and 8 to 5 Denmark I don't understand this um, because Denmark qualified for the World Cup by winning 5-1 five to 5-1 uh, sorry against Ireland and now you're getting them at 8-5 to five. I think this should have been closer to maybe even money and what makes that significant is, is that because they're 8-5 to five there, it's close to even money on the draw-no bet. The draw-no bet is at 4-5. to five. And what a draw-no bet is, is basically what it says. As, as a lot of people ask me after a Champions League show, uh, I took Inter Milan draw-no bet at PSV. They won the game 2-1. You win the bet. Draw-no bet means if it's a draw... It's not a bet. You just get your money back. So you're getting Denmark with the opportunity to draw and the draw gets you a refund or they win. So you've got nothing to lose here unless Ireland win this game, which they won't. So take Denmark there on the draw no bet at four to five. If there is anything you want explaining ever from me, sign up to lockbetting.com and put a question in and I would address it on the Q&A show over there. There's there's other podcasts over there on lockbetting.com, podcasts for boxing, podcasts for wrestling, and the most popular one, the European show, the weekly European show where I break down all the European fixtures and a Europa League show last week that went eight and two. And I didn't even mention landing two locks over there and a parlay. I mean... It's just been fire. It's just been straight fire. To get to a two get to a three thousand dollar, three thousand one hundred dollar profit in ten days of the month, you have to be on fire. The record for betting at the moment in the last twenty-two bets is twenty-two, sorry, twenty-one and one out of the last twenty-two bets. Twenty-one and one. And that includes landing two NHL bets. And I don't even watch it. I got them from a friend who's killing it on that sport. I don't watch it at all. But you ride with what's winning as I keep saying 
Moving on to Sunday. The only thing that I like on Sunday is Poland versus Italy. Poland 7-4, 21-10 the draw and 13-10 on the Italians. Poland had a terrible World Cup and and Italy are trying to recover from not even getting to it. Um, I think this is an easy opportunity to take Italy at 1-2 to to avoid a defeat. But also, I think we're going to see a pretty cautious game here and getting the under two and a half goals at four to seven definitely strikes me as a bet that you need to be on um, for Sunday and probably the only one for Sunday as there isn't really too much that jumps out of me here on the page uh, I will be covering some friendlies separately here so I'm not just going um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday and then finishing off like that because I will be doing friendlies and they will some of those will be on Friday, Saturday and Sunday as well so I'm running this chronologically in terms of doing the Nations League first and then I'll run through some friendlies after because there are a couple of big ones that you may want some money on. They'll certainly be televised. Monday, Spain versus England. Spain at 10 to 11, 5 to 2 to draw and 18 to 5 England. Come on, did you see what Spain did to Croatia? They killed them at home. Spain are playing really, really well at the moment under Luis Enrique. They just look absolutely transformed. Uh, they've already won at Wembley and you're getting them at 10 to 11 at home in a competition that they are taking seriously. Spain are on fire. Spain are the informed team in international football at the moment. England taking their kids down to Spain. This is not going to be nice. This is definitely something that has lock potential uh, because England are going to end up being defeated here. And I feel harsh that I'm going to possibly be giving out England plays against England as a lock and a dog on this show. But um, I just can't see England getting anything out of the weekend with this squad that he's picked. I, I know it's, I know it's cool to be the, the, the manager that gives all the kids a go and is trying to breed in the youngsters and is interested in the youth and the future of English football. But you're going to lose two games this weekend, I think. I think you're going to lose two games to two teams that are better than you. One knocked you out of the World Cup and then you're going away to them. And the other team is the number one informed team in international football. It's just, you know, horses for courses. And you haven't picked the right horses for these courses, as far as I'm concerned, this weekend. Or for these, this, this international uh, schedule for this, 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 um, this period. Tuesday, big marquee game in the, in the Nations League. France versus Germany. Last time out, these two played out a nil-nil, which was a surprise. Uh, France 19 to 20, 13 to 5 the draw, 3 to 1 Germany. Last time they played out um, an under two and a half goals. And for some reason, uh, they after playing out a nil-nil, the under two and a half goals here is at even money. The under three and a half goals is at one to two. I ain't seeing four goals in this game, people. I just ain't seeing four goals in this game. I'm also not seeing Germany lose this game, which is weird to say, because France, since they've won that World Cup, they haven't looked good. But, I mean, that's not a surprise. How many teams in the Super Bowl 
win it and then do nothing the next season or how many teams even go to the Super Bowl and do nothing the next season unless your name is the New England Patriots that's usually what happens look at the Philadelphia Eagles I've got a massive hangover now they're only they're probably going to sort themselves out tonight against the New York Giants I strongly think that the Eagles will go and win at the Giants so I'm, I'm hoping this gets out before that game so you can bet this but I'm certain that um, the Eagles are going to cover two points against the, the Giants tonight. I'm not understanding that line. They're not that bad because they lost at home to, to Minnesota Vikings who are now supposed to be bad because they decided to fully lose concentration in a home game against Buffalo. But anyway, that's enough NFL analysis. My point is, is that once you reach the pinnacle of something and then you go and start over again to try and do it one more time doesn't really always work out. I mean, there is going to be a hangover period. Maybe, obviously, as tournaments and championships draw closer, then France will get up for it. France might be up for the Euros, which they're partially hosting in 2020. It's going to be one of the biggest um, European championships of all time. But, get and maybe they'll and maybe they'll get up for a game against Germany at home but I think there's good value on Germany at 10 to 11 more value is than there is on France at 19 to 20 win this game but the main value is uh, under three and a half goals I'm not seeing a goal fest here I'm seeing a very technical game with technical players that may result in people cancelling each other out as it did last time don't forget these two teams played at a nil nil and you're getting plus money on them to to score less than three goals it's um, it's, it's quite a decent bet just based on the on the past. Looking at the friendlies, as I said, there were some marquee games. I like two of them here that I'm going to go for, and they occur on Tuesday. Actually, they all occur on Tuesday. So somehow I have run this chronologically. So so well done to me. Um, looking at the games on Tuesday. Brazil versus Argentina is obviously the big one that stands out a million miles. Brazil 8 to 11, 11 to 4 to draw, and 10 to 3 Argentina. Brazil always win this game. <laughs> that's, that's literally the only way to look at it. Unless it's in Argentina, any neutral field or anytime it's in Brazil, Brazil win this game. They always win this game. So I think taking Brazil in this bet I have absolutely no issues with um, that one has potential to be added to any parlays that I do and also on Tuesday Belgium versus Holland Holland's big big game is going to be against Germany uh, it's not going to be travelling to Belgium and I think what we will see here is two experimental teams with the big stars dropped however Belgium only have big stars and Holland didn't qualify for the last World Cup because they don't have enough of them. So if Holland are to bring in their second string and Belgium are to bring in their second string, then Holland are going to get whooped. And that's what happened to England in the third place. Uh, sorry, not the third place playoff. They lost they, uh, the, the, the group game where both teams rested all their players. England lost 1-0, but they got absolutely dominated. And in the third place playoff, they did get whooped. So... Yeah, I just think Belgium way too much strength and depth here to be available to beat Holland at 7-10. to 10. Uh, So yeah, that concludes everything that I want to give out. Um, looking now at the uh, lock dog parlay for this week. As I've already said, um, the lock has to be Spain. I've narrowly picked Spain to beat England over Belgium to beat Switzerland. 
I just think Spain are going to have way, way too much for England, um, especially with the type of squad that he's gone out there and picked. Um, not fancying England's chances much there at all. So that's going to be my lock, and that's on Monday. Spain to beat England. My dog, Croatia to beat England. Don't understand how Croatia got to an underdog status here. This behind closed doors, I understand, <coughs> kind of takes out the home field, but Croatia just beat them on a neutral venue and England are the ones flying to Croatia with a team that are not as good as the team that played in the World Cup and still lost. So not understanding how Croatia have flirted with underdog status there, but they are available at around about two to one. So there is the dog. As for the parlay, uh, I touched on it earlier. I do want to get Belgium in. Belgium were almost a lock in my selection. So definitely looking to get Belgium into this parlay. Already touched on Brazil, Argentina. It is a friendly, but Argentina don't beat Brazil. They are massive rivals, probably even bigger rivals than Holland and Germany, which I'm, as I mentioned, going to this weekend. However, um, Brazil will have too much in this game and they will win it. And the last selection did want to take something from the game that I'm going to, did want to kind of tip something for that. But I think... It's a difficult game to call coming off the back of what Germany did in the World Cup, which was very disappointing coming off the back of Holland not being there and wanting to sort themselves out. Um, obviously, both teams to score could happen, but I don't want to jinx it by adding it to a bet. I want to go to Amsterdam and see some goals. So I'm going to play safe. Armenia, minus one. They were tipped up at minus two as a single bet, which you can get at 45, 46, depending on where you shop around. Check it out on Odd Shark and see where you go. But um, I'm just going to go for the minus one to round off the parlay. $100 on that parlay returns you $326. So to run through again, lock Spain to beat England. Dog, Croatia to beat England. Parlay, Belgium, Brazil, Armenia minus one. That concludes Lock Dog Parlay. That concludes this week's EPL show international special. I'll be back next week with the real EPL show. And coming up here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is a special show that Ryan and Sean have allowed me to do. And it will be called Manchester United versus the Dallas Cowboys. The two biggest franchises in sport are playing absolutely awful and have been awful for about five years. What the fuck is wrong with these two franchises? They have the most money. They're the two biggest franchises. They're the most supported. They are number one and two and, and have been on the sports rich list for many, many years, yet they can do absolutely nothing on the field. Sean and Ryan will be chipping in with that podcast they'll be making a contribution to it I'll be doing it with my buddy Cav Manning who's an NFL expert on the Dirty Sheets podcast uh, you can also sign up to, to that podcast as well there is a, a betting package over there if you want to start with a um, with a small betting package on the Dirty Sheets that's patreon.com slash the Dirty Sheets but if you want to bet like a big boy head over to lockbetting.com check out everything that I do over there there's write-ups there's betting tips there's podcasts galore all the time and you will win money like I said you signed up for this month in 10 days you would have had a $3,100 profit but if you don't like money don't sign up why, why are you listening to this if you don't want to make money it's dumb it makes no sense alright guys that's it from me back next week with the EPL show thanks for listening